mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Money Haha ha is a new podcast about money that won't make you hate yourself, co-hosted by comedians Dara M. Wilson and Yasmin Khan. Each week, they chat about one of those money issues everyone has, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. It features stories from your favorite comedians like Tawny Newsom and Zeke Nicholson. Upcoming guests include Carl Tart and Matt Lieb. Listen to Money Haha ha every Tuesday wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey guys, it's Candace, and we are back with our special two-parter Comic-Con 2019 episode of Directionally Challenged. Kayla is still on maternity leave. Don't worry, she'll be back on the mic next week. Uh, we wish her and Tanner and her new baby Poppy 
all of our love and all the best and hope that she's getting some sleep. Um, Don't worry, Kayla. I will be bringing over a bottle of wine for some pumping and dumping action later today. We love you. Uh, Well, let's just get right into this episode. If you didn't catch last week's episode, I will catch you up. We are in San Diego at Comic-Con 2019. I was lucky enough to be invited to Comic-Con to moderate the Legacies panel this year, and TV Guide was kind enough to invite Directionally Challenged to record a special episode in their suite. So thank you, TV Guide, for being so welcoming and accommodating. Uh, Hopefully we didn't cause too much of a crazy party in your very very professional room. Uh, Well, let's get right into this episode, guys, right where we left off. This week, we sit down with Mr. Matt Davis. You guys might know him as Dr. Alaric Saltzman or Warner. (laughs) Always love to throw in a legally blonde reference in there when I can. Um, He sits down with us. It's really funny. Obviously, we worked together in Vampire Diaries, and now he's in Legacies. We're going to hear all about that. Uh, Also, Casey returns. Yeah, Casey Dietrich, you guys might know him as Max from In the Dark. Uh, He hung out with us really for the whole afternoon. I think it's because I had that really cute pineapple cooler full of little cocktails. If you didn't hear about that in the first episode, that will explain a lot of the um, love that you're feeling in the second episode. (laughs) We all get a little bit giddy, um, and by we all, I mean myself, our guest, and our special co-host. We have Julie Pleck on the mic. You guys might know her as the showrunner, creator of The Vampire Diaries and Legacies, the originals. And we also have Karina McKenzie, who is the creator showrunner of Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, Last but not least, we cannot finish off this episode without a surprise guest. And who better to surprise us than Aisha Tyler? We had a really funny episode, uh, of Directionally Challenged in our first season with Karina and Aisha. And they talked about the power of friendship and how surrounding yourself with people who you're inspired by and who are there to lift you up and encourage you can really just take you to a place in life that you never thought was possible. And it's all about finding your tribe. And so what a better example of um, their friendship than, of course, Aisha popping in and just laying down some knowledge about life. Uh, It's really, really special. Get ready to giggle. I'm not going to keep you from this episode any longer. Let's jump right in. Um, so how long have you carried this Merce around with you? Because this is a new development. Uh, it is a very new development. And you even had it at the Warner Brothers party last night. I did. You know, Are you going to walk the carpet with it tonight at Entertainment I, Weekly? <laughs> Sorry, I've I just no, got to know all the facts. I, I, <laughs> I did think about it. I might. <laughs> but if somebody really cares about me, they won't let me do that. So. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm a proponent of the Merce on the right man. I do think it, it's a it's a fashionable accessory. It, it generated out of the, all the beautiful, stylish people in Italy at certain points. So, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there you go. There yeah. you go. Well, as I've also re- I think I've I realized I needed things for people, like knowing what <laughs> we were getting into at the Comic Con of it all. You realize that you need sort of like something to keep your gear. Are you the in. guy? That's are you like the guy who's carrying move. around like hand yeah. sanitizer yeah. and like? Yeah, <laughs> I had the, yeah I had band aids, hand sanitizer. They actually came in handy. Like Danielle's like my heels. Like I have a blister. I'm like I have band aids. You are the like, dad. Oh, oh my god. god. I, I, I've reached full blown dad right, mode. Listen, headmaster it, Saltzman. It was. It happened again this morning too. We had brunch. I had brunch with the girls, and uh, afterwards, I'm like, you guys want to go birding? And Danielle had never been on a, a bird before, which is a, an electric scooter for those who don't know. So we were uh, birding around. Uh, uh, 
San Diego this morning, but like to get everyone set up, I'm like, okay, so this is how you like, this is a good way to approach the, you know, the electric scooter so you don't hurt yourself. We'll go nice and slow. We'll keep it on the side. I'm like, I'm such a dad right now. This Bye. is a whole like kinder, <laughs> gentler Matt Davis. This is not the Matt Davis I remember from Comic Con ten years ago. Yeah, no. See, I, I, see, I'm sober. <laughs> There's a big difference. You did, in fact, recently get married. I did. I did. I got married uh, this December on the 23rd. So we are at married. At Erewhon. Oh, no. You got well, we, we didn't get married at Erewhon, though. No, wait. This is a Which good is story, Which is like a high-end, gro- like a great, beautiful, organic grocery store in LA for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Super bougie. It's great. Um, great place for a wedding. Yeah. yeah. No, we were we were out in Venice visiting family for Christmas. And we'd, we'd been together about uh, 10 to 11 months, you know, and I had just, uh, gotten out of a, a really bad breakup <laughs> and this it was in such contrast to that, that I just had no doubt that this would be the right move. So we were in the produce section <laughs> at Erewhon <laughs> on uh, Christmas Eve, Eve on the 23rd. And I was, I was just like one of those things you're like overcome by the, the idea. I'm like, I'm like, you want to get married? She's like, oh no, 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 we're going to get, we'll get married. I mean, no, like today, <laughs> do you want to get married today? And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, let's like Google chapels. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we Googled and we found two chapels, one that was open. I called them, I'm like, oh, we wanna get married today. Do you have any time? They're like, we can get you in at 1.30 or 3.30. <laughs> wow. It was they're very like convenient. They're, just, they're not even like phased by it. They're no. like, was another, another Venice yeah, you know, Erewhon engagement. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, so we uh, we we said three thirty. <laughs> That's because we needed that time to get some mm-hmm. things. Apparently, so we uh, went shopping, bought some last minute clothes to throw on for our wedding. I called my mom, who was there, and she met us at this chapel, which was in the strip mall. Amazing. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was in a strip mall off Wilshire Boulevard in La Brea, and we went in, and it was so beautiful inside. And we went in, and they had this. Lovely ceremony. It was really sweet. It was broadcast online so her family could watch from <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> so Diplo wasn't there broadcasting. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, sure. weird, but cool. Yeah, it was a very Matt, a very Matt move. Yeah. I really like Kylie. She's really sweet. She's, she's great. Fantastic. She's she's a lovely girl. She's mm. very grounding. Does she believe in aliens? I think she's open to it. Okay, but there's believing in aliens, yeah. and then there's believing like aliens are here among us. Right, true. And well, like, yeah, we've I, not gone down Everyone that believes in aliens a little <laughs> bit, right? I mean, <laughs> it depends that on the how much pocket. pot you smoke, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I want, we haven't gone down that rabbit hole. I, I've learned to stop going down that rabbit hole, people. <laughs> oh, <have you> <laughs> really? No more reptilian That's videos? That's gross. Well, Wait, it's, Matt yeah. Davis, this whole podcast is directionally challenged, and it was uh, was spawned from the idea that you like reach adulthood only to discover that that you're not an adult yet. Uh, I yeah. feel like you not going down those rabbit holes anymore. That is a true sign of maturity and adulthood. And it's you happening. got your MERS with band-aids. I've got a beard. You're, I've got a MERS. You're teaching children how to ride birds. Yeah. You're directionally <laughs> functional. Yeah. What you are. It's weird. <laughs> I'm very You've not, aged out of this not used to it. <laughs> Eject. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I'm definitely waiting for the aliens to appear. Sure. I think it's time. I'm getting fed up with it. Beam <laughs> yeah. me up, please. Please. Get me out of here. I did this Sarah Schechter just, uh, wrote, uh, wore a t-shirt on her panel today 
um, I think it was the Batwoman panel that said "unfuck the world." <laughs> I like <laughs> that. It's so great. Please, <laughs> please. Is that yeah. allowed? Isn't com- like it's spelled out? it's spelled U N F U on one line and then C K T H E on the next one. Bold. So when you when you do a panel at Comic Con, they put a, a little card in front of you that like tells you not to curse because there's kids in the room. Yeah. I'm I'm always, like every single time I've done anything, I've been so nervous that I was and I always do. <laughs> Kaylee Kaylee yeah. was mortified. Kaylee Bryant was so mortified yesterday because she said the word bitch on our panel she did. and there was this like scandal 18 you know 18 and older or younger she apologized she was mortified and i was like honey it's <laughs> yeah the shit is- i have said in that room like <laughs> oh my god worry. I, it's weird. I don't. I can't. I don't curse naturally in front of a big group of people. Um, really? Because well, you're yes. well bred, Candy. Yes. No, but I. But I curse like a sailor <laughs> so everywhere you're, you're else. It's funny. I mean, there's a reason why Florence's favorite word is "damn it." You know? <laughs> she's like, "Damn it," and I'm like, "Don't." Listen, That's she's funny. expressing herself. She's yeah. a strong woman. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a really good influence on my friends' children. I feel like swearing is like, it's like table salt. Please. You need just enough to give it a little zip. Too much, it spoils it. Like so we had. Your first Comic Con together, you and I. I think, yeah. I know, had you come for anything else prior to Vampire Diaries? Uh, no, no, that was my first time. And I remember, this was a big moment, we're in the Hard Rock Hotel in uh, one of the press lounges, and oh, no. I'm there with Matt and Paul, and, um, <laughs> Paul? and, 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 and <laughs> Mr. Ian Summerholder, Smeldy Pants, <laughs> and who should walk by us? But in like within inches, but Harrison Ford. No way, really. And Daniel oh, Craig. That's right. Because they were there for Cowboys and Aliens. That's right. And watch oh, a bunch man. of like grown men be like, you know, oh my God, like oh, my yeah. heroes just walked oh, by. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I've learned about myself is I am a terrible fanboy. I have no composure when I meet people I love or respect. I just turn into a big puddle of loser right away. <laughs> That's the story. I was on your list. Oh, well, so we were geeking out. Tell us, tell them what you were geeking out over the other day. The the, the new trailer. Oh yeah, I, I I saw the new trailer for Top Gun, which yeah. they, they aired here, which was so incredible, it's so nostalgic and just so epic. The, and Tom Cruise looks so amazing. Like I, I, you know, I don't know what he does, but he's incredible. <laughs> his, his contribution. Scientology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know. I think what about he, it. I would just love to hear Tom Cruise be like, honestly, it's a cold cream. It's just <laughs> like a, cold cream. a couple of nice serums. It's, it's yeah. You know, um, the the Top Gun trailer came out right around the same time. The Cats trailer came out. Oh I, I thought like, you were gonna say the Cats trailer. I was on, for a like, second. Oh, man, I was on like funny. a real roller coaster of like, <laughs> this is amazing. Like, <laughs> movies are fantastic. Like, this is the. And then like, why do we make art? Art is bad. All of a sudden, like, uh, <laughs> it was like a real, a really roller coaster day oh, for me. Man. Julie, have you seen the Cats trailer? I have. <laughs> Who directed it? Um, Tom Hooper directed uh, the movie, and he did Les Miserables and a couple other things. So okay. he's obviously a, quite an accomplished filmmaker. I just never in a million years thought that they would put a bunch of like Oscar-winning actors into actual like leotards no way. and turn them into cats. Like, oh, you haven't seen like this. they're no. people as cats. It's not like CGI cats. They're like sexy human cats. Yeah. They're it's like very. It's a. It's weird like an Alvin Ailey live yeah. performance Whoa. of like ballet. Wow. With like Dame Judi Dench I'm and into a it. cat face. The cats have breasts. <laughs> yeah, I know cats really have breasts because yeah. there are female cats, but but, like, but not like not these. like human breasts. Like I literally, I literally tweeted like house pets, but with human boobs. Like this is <laughs> this is 38 years it's been on. <laughs> I, I I'm a big like musical theater nerd, and when I was a kid, I lived right outside New York City, and I used to take the train in to go see Rent over and over and over. 
over Aww. and over and over again. But and I, I've seen a lot of Broadway shows, but I've never seen Cats. I've and never I, seen, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know what to expect. Mm. So when suddenly it was like Taylor Swift, but as a cat, but with boobs and like with a weird tail coming out of the wrong part of her butt, I was just like, I don't know how to process this. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go see it on day one in theaters. Yeah, I don't and even know. I'm definitely going to. I'll go, go with you. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'll, 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 I'll jump on that ride. <laughs> I'll have to fill my coffee mug back up with my coffee yes. tequila. Yes. yes. We're not going sober, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so as you as you get directionally, more and more directionally focused, who are your more and more directionally unchallenged? Um, who uh, remain your heroes? Like, who would, who would excite you? Like, if you were to wander the halls of Comic-Con and, and be able to see someone um, appear? God, that's a good question. I mean... Uh, certainly, running into Tom Cruise would be a fairly epic experience. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. In terms of just actors I admire at this point, I think like Kevin Costner is pretty cool. I don't know if yeah. he's done any sort of sci-fi thing here, but if I ran into him, I would sort of geek out about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a man who's sort of like gone through it and has like landed at this place in his life where he seems very dialed in. There's and something like about like that era of movie stars, like like recent enough that we're like that they're still working and everything but they're not like on social media they're not like there's still a little bit yeah, of a mystique to yeah, it you know yeah well it's like i feel like we're in this weird time where the old classic movie star had that mystique, the mystique yeah. and the mystery and uh, and that was the currency was the sort of mystery so you the could the unaccessibility yeah, yeah so you could suspend your disbelief and see them in, in a variety of different characters but now now it seems like the currency is total accessibility mm -hmm. into your life with social media yeah and when it's changing everything now yeah. so the whole idea of celebrity is completely changing where so many people can just become celebrities off YouTube or Instagram and like these influencer movements it's really changing how we look at celebrity, and I think it's sort of like diminishing the power of what that old style movie star is really like. And mm -hmm. so we're kind of like straddling this generation, looking at this this era that's, you know, sort of sort of sliding this way, and we're moving into this, yeah. and who knows where we're going? But I, I think it's going to change. I think it's going to be I'm going straight be, to hell. There's going to be a dramatic shift, and suddenly, like everybody's going to want to like go super private. I think. Is, I is think the you're next right. Step. I think you're right. I'm I'm starting. I've been on social media my entire adult life. I have been tweeting my every thought, and I'm slowly starting to be like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I learned that a long time ago. I've been deleting my tweets for a very oh, long time. Oh, they were still up? No, I've, they've been, I've been deleting them for years. Like, can you, would you feel comfortable talking about your original hashtag, Heal Gaia? Oh, God, no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I mean, you, those were still up? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He deletes as he goes. I've, kind of, been, I've been keeping it up. Goes. Yeah. So he gets to like what have journey, his though. have his moment, his Tret's moment, and then and then <laughs> remedy it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yes. like yeah. I can't imagine the teenagers. I don't use social media in the way I used to, no. which is to express my every thought as well. Right. Because because I filter enough, then I can never think of anything to say anymore. And it's yeah. it's like this generational thing that I've moved past. Like yeah. I still love it, but I'll get on Twitter to like try to engage. But I realize I have no idea what to say. Yeah. And um and without for fear of just like stepping in it and yeah. and, and and then getting yelled at by people. <laughs> it's and it's just, so true. But it's like a new generation. It's like the second wave yeah. of Twitter experience where I think like the beginning was so fun. It was like the Wild West and like there were no rules and there was it was like all love. There were rules, Matt. Oh, there were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I guess there I didn't a, get that memo. A social code. <laughs> There are so, social norms and more. <laughs> but I think there is a good thing that it's like it, it got too crazy. And yeah. it's like we should think about what we're saying before we say it. And yeah. we should consider, you know, the long term 
effects of what we put out in that digital currency mm-hmm. yeah. that like when you what, I forget there's like some saying of just like you can say it and it will it goes away but like if you type it it's there forever mm-hmm. and uh-huh. it's true like that's mm-hmm. the world we live in mm-hmm. and I think it's I think it's a good thing to get to a place where you're where there's a different accountability for what you're typing into the universe because that that spreads in a way that is mm-hmm. so interpreted out of your control. Oh yeah, like it's terrifying when you think about raising kids with it too. Like how do you like when do you draw the line? Like when do you let them jump into this whole the river of uh, <laughs> the digital mania? Like how long do you protect them from having a cell yeah. phone? How long do you I protect mean, them from having a cell phone? How do you keep them from getting completely sort of um, uh, consciously corrupted. Mm-hmm. I have an eight-year-old goddaughter who is obsessed with TikTok, mm. and she she'll do her little videos and she'll say, "If I get twenty likes, then I'll send." And I'm like, "Oh, oh honey, God. like twenty people aren't looking at your TikTok, you know? Like, <laughs> bless you. Like, but like they're all they're raised. What in a, is a TikTok? Don't don't ask. Oh, a TikTok." A TikTok, TikTok is this like website. It's a new it's an app. app. It's like Snapchat, only you do like little lip sync videos and you create little videos and I stuff. I yeah, it's there's it's too weird. many apps, you guys. There's so <laughs> many apps. Well, that's what I keep trying to tell. Like, I keep tweeting Tim Cook all the time. I'm like, please, will you just come out with an Apple flip phone? Okay, <laughs> yes. an Apple flip phone with the digital touchpad yeah. and limited capabilities. Yeah. I don't want Take any this apps. Thing away from me. Yeah, but please. Keep Snake. Uh, <laughs> include the Snake game. Yeah, put the yeah, Snake game. Oh, yeah. Snake from Nokia. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich um, put up an Instagram photo from set of Riverdale the other day, and it was like on a set. And it was all five five of the kids, the high school characters, and they were obviously like in between takes for scene, and all five of them were sitting and reading on their phones. And so I saw it, and I was like, "Please tell me that stage." And he's like, "Oh, I wish it was." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just where we are now. Like yeah. silence, yeah. silence can be filled, and we fill it with our phones, and we mm-hmm. are no longer sitting with ourselves in any level or each no. other or each other. There exactly. was, I feel like we went through phases on Vampire Diaries where mm-hmm. everyone would either be on their phones or you'd feel like this collective like digital per. Mm-hmm. And people, Malarkey was always good. Mm-hmm. I feel like Malarkey never had his phone. Speaking of just like how, what a freaking angel dreamboat, amazing human he is. But he would actually be there ready to like engage with you and talk. And uh, Yeah, I remember when he sat me down. He's like, listen, dude, I've gone 30 days without digital media. I think you should try. I was like, I don't think. <laughs> there was an intervention. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, easy, buddy. Easy. When we did the Sheriff Forbes funeral scene um, in the episode that I directed, Tony Griffin, who was our first AD, goes, you want to watch me make a room full of actors cry? And I was like, yes. oh, and he goes, cell phones in the box, everybody. Cell phones in oh, the box. I like went around and collected everybody's cell phones and like made them like oh, sit in the really? church pews That's for horrible. hours. It's really bad. <laughs> wow. But I got to say, I love it. I yeah. just, like a few weeks ago, a group of us girls went to Vegas um, for a girls weekend. <laughs> Instagram. Um, Instagram. Um, no, but we went to see Bruno Mars. And he has one of those concerts where they put your cell phone in one of those locked those Ziploc things. Oh, wow. Yeah, those locked oh, bags. Wow. So you have no phone. And so when we our seats were kind of scattered about because we got the tickets last minute. So we literally had to stand there and be like, okay, so by <laughs> you know, it, you know, nine forty five, we're all meeting at the Celine Dion poster, <laughs> and we'll see you there. And if not, then like we had to like strategize like back in the day. And then you're watching the concert. There's no phones in front of your face. It was great. Was it? Yeah. It felt so wonderful. Wonderful. And Bruno Mars is on stage being like, I can say whatever the fuck I want because no nice. one's got their phone. And it just, and like, it just, it felt like you were at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, and 
in a great way because that's not how you watch concerts anymore. Yeah, I wonder if there will be a reaction to it. We're just lost in these screens. Like I wake up, <laughs> I pull up my phone first thing I look at it, and then I turn on the news, and so I have like two screens on at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> and they're what both the hell like, everything in? is bad. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 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 so I, I, I feel like I, I keep this device on me that I check constantly that is constantly telling me, yep, it got worse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, it got worse. Yes, still worse. And I'm like, getting Why? worse. What's wrong, with me? What's wrong with me that I can't like I can't go to the back Room without oh, this thing God. telling me things are bad. Yeah. Well, when <laughs> Kayla on your very first episode talked about the dopamine rush, um, and, mm. and that is real. When you post something and then you are sitting there waiting for the thrill of engagement mm -hmm. and the likes and the comments, and because you're you're in the moment with your phone for mm. one, because you have a, a beat mm. with nothing to fill your time, and so mm -hmm. you want that engagement, and then the the adrenaline and the dopamine release and all that that comes in. We are junkies to mm -hmm. our own. And if you're lucky, selves. you'll get yeah. the adrenaline rush, and then you'll discover a typo, and then you get that flood of cortisol. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, not you know, I'm. I agree. Like I would like to, I would really, really like to break my addiction to my phone. But I will say, you know, I, I, you see a lot of like people being like kids these days. They're just like on their phones. They don't, don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but they are talking to people. There's an yeah. interesting thing. There, I will yeah. say that like there's a generation of people who have like real relationships with people that are on the other side of the world that they would never, you know, who have experiences that they would never know about if they weren't like on Tumblr and, and mm -hmm. you know, at Comic-Con, that's it's one of the things that like, it, being a fan of something yeah. can bring you together with yeah. people that you would never otherwise ever interact with. And then it becomes not only about the thing that you love, but also about a real friendship and, and with somebody that's maybe like, I don't know, like in Africa or in or in Germany or somebody that you would yeah. never get to chat talk yeah. to. So I think that you know, it can be great. The bad side and there's. Yeah. I was talking about this with Andy Swift last night, actually, at the um, TV Warner lines. Friends. Andy Swift, yes, who went to high school out. with me, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Gosh, he's the best. And um, we were talking. I was like, we were talking about fandom, and I love the documentary Bronies. Have you guys seen this documentary <laughs> no. Bronies? So it's oh, um, Matt, you're gonna it's, love it. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. bros who love My Little Pony. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Like, what is this it's thing? Really, My like, Little Pony apparently happen? is like really good for PTSD. It's very calming, oh. and the bright colors and the songs. And um, so there was a convention, but there's like this huge <laughs> wow. online mecca of like men who love My Little Pony. Mm, are and they stable? Yeah, yes, it's worth like all ages, all like, <laughs> yes. It is a like a complete dearth of toxic ma masculinity. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens when you get rid of toxic masculinity. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but all these people it's like a bunch of dudes who love <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> Great. Whatever it takes. Whatever bros it takes. That like My Little Pony. I'm bros. Sorry. Sorry, bros. Bros. Sorry, bros. But all of these people wouldn't have come together and had this incredible experience and created like they create like new like music. Had there not I'm been like social terrified. media in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. going back to his hotel room right now. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> well, speaking of social media and the internet, we had fans submit some questions. Awesome. Because they're going through some like things in life where they feel directionally challenged. Cool. So I have one for you from <laughs> so con I cannot I'm so sorry. S O K A I N A underscore E L. Mm -hmm. Um 
All right. She said, I am at a point in my life where I have to choose between continuing my studies and launching at the movie industry. Mm. I already got my bachelor degree this year, but a master degree is hugely required here where I live. But six months ago, I worked as a stand-in in a movie and I capitalized, loved all the set and shooting life. So I've been thinking ever since to quit college and take acting classes in order to start in the business. Mm. Any advice? Oh She's already got a bachelor's degree? Yeah, that's, 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 I wonder, well, it kind of depends on what your degree is in, perhaps. That might have a difference of impact. But I, I don't know. I, I would say if you go in with your eyes open and you go in with a clear plan and you give yourself some time to see, why not? You know, but, uh, it's not an easy life and you have to be dedicated to all the slings and arrows and you have to commit to a clear vision and you have to believe in yourself uh, above all else and it's uh, it's just hard so you have to ask yourself what kind of life do you want in the long run do you want to live a sort of gypsy's lifestyle where it's feast and famine and then you know you hope you get your big breaks do you like how deep do you want to go into your passion for it? Is it just a sort of a vanity thing? It, it kind of you have to ask yourself why why are you really doing it? I feel um, like if you really loved being a stand-in, you like you're gonna love it because stand-in that's a, that's hard and there's not a lot of glory to it. You can't make a living out of being a stand-in. You know, I think that yeah. no, 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 like, I don't mean no, like, no, no. But I mean like in that way of the, the the cautionary tale is like I would never tell anybody not to pursue their dream. But the cautionary tale is the longer you spend pursuing your dream with only that dream, then the older you are when you give that dream up and you mm. have nothing. Mm. And so mm. somehow, no matter what you love and no matter how much you love it, and as you pursue it. <clears throat> modulate like keep an eye on your progress mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. because at a certain point you will want to have a few dollars in your bank and raise a family or mm -hmm. not at a certain point you may need to make a pivot and mm -hmm. <coughs> find an alternate career and so just never let go of what you want mm -hmm. but find the realistic you know support structure along the way because like one percent of people who pursue this as a career make it yeah be mindful of the realities yeah, I mean, it's one thing for all of us to sit here and, and be like, shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> but because just we're here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, that, I think sometimes what sets <laughs> things apart are people who just, you just got to jump. You just got to throw yourself into it. Yeah. You know, you just have to jump into it and you just have to chase it and, and make your own opportunities. Well, just yeah. like you just threw yourself onto this podcast. That's right. Thanks for letting me crash. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm velour xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Boll Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boll Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bollandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. Dreaming of a beach vacation? Start planning your escape to Panama City Beach, Florida. Imagine spending your days doing the things you love, all in a setting of sugar-white beaches and turquoise waters. Discover endless family fun, heart-pounding thrills, eco-adventure, and romance. Make it memorable. Get up close to dolphins in their natural habitat on a boat tour. Give paddleboarding a try, or just lounge under an umbrella. There's so much fun, it'll make your family's head spin. Make it exhilarating. 
Find your thrills on a jet ski, kayaking at sunset, or snorkeling in turquoise waters. It's everything an adventure junkie lives for. Make it incredible. Bike along the beach, take an airboat tour, or explore the secluded beauty of two state parks. PCB offers one eco-adventure after another. Make it special with a romantic getaway. Relax and reconnect with dining on the beach, breathtaking sunsets, and enough live music to dance the night away. So make it yours. Make it Panama City Beach. Your real fun beach. Plan your escape now at visitpanamacitybeach.com. Griffin makes it easy to wake up rested and happy with the world's most comfortable sheets and duvets. They'll give you the most comfortable sleep of your life. All of Griffin's bedding is made with premium quality Sapima cotton, and everything from their materials to their facilities is evaluated to the highest standard. Because Griffin owns their entire manufacturing process, they control every detail that can change the way you sleep, and they've had over 200 years to perfect their craft. Refinery29 recently described Griffin as bedding that you can feel good in and about. For a limited time, you get to try sheets for free for 30 days, no strings attached. If you don't like them, send them back and you won't be charged. Griffin makes bedding that you can feel good in and about. Visit griffinhome.com or search Griffin Home and use code CHALLENGED at checkout. That's G-R-Y-P-H-O-N home.com and use code CHALLENGED. Lenny Lou makes comfortable, luxurious leather sandals in a variety of beautiful and versatile styles. Purchase a pair for yourself or order the matching mother-daughter set for an added element of family fun. Lenny Lou's ultra-soft sandals are handcrafted by a team of artisans in the south of Brazil. They're made with a soft goatskin leather, allowing the sandals to stretch to your foot without the painful, blister-filled break-in period of most shoes. These master-crafted sandals are individually tested for comfort and fit, and they look amazing with any outfit. Add a pop of color to a casual jean and t-shirt day, or you can pair them with your favorite summer dress. Lenny Lou's Goddess Collection is currently available for a limited time only, and they will sell out quickly, so don't wait. If you don't love your Lenny Lou's, send them back for a full refund. You have nothing to lose. Now that Poppy's here, I cannot wait wait to put the cute little sandals they sent on her feet and to match her. It's so much fun. I have these cute little yellow suede ones and Florence has the same yellow suede ones. And I gotta say it's kind of dorky, but I love matching mommy daughter outfits. Go to LennyLou.com and enter promo code DIRECTIONALLYCHALLENGED to get 20% off plus free shipping and sign up for their newsletter to be the first to hear when new styles are released. That's L-E-N-N-Y-L-U.com promo code DIRECTIONALLYCHALLENGED for 20% off. cocktails and Casey's back. I'm back. Casey, God bless Hold you. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get it. Um, hey, I have a question, Casey, because yeah. I don't know anything about you. So what was your, we're talking about, you know, Comic-Con, obviously, and being yeah. a fan and, 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 and then our little success stories and stuff. So what was yeah. your big break? Like, what, what was your first thing that, that got you, your foot in the door um, to the, following your dream? Following my dreams. Um, so actually, the first, the first role I ever booked was this, like, Little walk on roll, five, like less than five lines on nine hundred two and zero. Oh my god! David the, Rappaport the cast me. Yeah, Rappaport. He cast me my first role, and then uh, they actually ended up taking out like all the lines. So it was, it was, oh it was great. It was super oh. fun. Yeah, it was great watching that with my family. It was oh. Awesome. oh no! Um, and then uh, shortly after that, I think you know a few months a few months later, I, uh, I I got a contract role on Days of Our Lives, like a uh, soap oh, opera. God, which is like, it's like a boot camp. You know what I mean? That's you're you're sometimes doing two, three episodes a day. You get one take. It, 
two sometimes if you fuck up on a line, but like that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. You get no rehearsal. Ever? Like you just do a bl- like a block. Like you you block the scene and that's it. <clears throat> and it's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot. I, and I think I think the last the last week I was I was working um, I was shooting three episodes a day. The last day I shot about ninety pages of dialogue. <gasps> Yeah, are a, you like actually memorizing? Or like, do, if you say something wrong, are they just like move along? Yeah, they're just like fuck it, let's go. You know, we, like they're kind of on a time scrunch there, and so it's. Uh, um, I went but, and spent a day on the general hospital set a few years yeah. ago, uh-huh. and um, a friend of mine was was doing a, a little thing, and I was blown away by how fast they moved and how much they did. But and he was telling me that they would like. Because they don't give you two, they don't give you multiple takes. If you're if no. if you're like, oh, I want to try something different, or like, acting wise, art wise, if you're like, let me let me yeah, let me like, make another choice. <laughs> they're like, yeah. so so he would like fuck up his lines on purpose or drop a curse word in the middle of his sentence yeah. on purpose just so he knew he could get another take. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like because smart. you had to because they're going so yeah. fast, like. I mean, and for people that are listening that aren't actors, like usually you get a whole bunch of takes. There's a different right. sizes of the of the shot, so you'll notice that there's like close up shots on actors when you're watching a show, and like really wide shots. Mm-hmm. So the actors get to run the lines each time you do the take. Mm-hmm. Um, so only having one take would be very scary for an actor, because guess what? We mess up a lot. And a you lot. usually get yeah. you usually get multiple takes in each size. Mm-hmm. I remember um, I'm, my mom came to visit the original set. Uh, I think the final season, no, the second, uh, yeah, no, fourth, fourth season of the originals, my mom came to visit in Atlanta. And we were watching a scene where, um, it's a scene between Elijah and Haley, and they're sitting in front of the fire, and Phoebe Tonkin's crying, and they do the big wide take, and my mom is in Video Village watching it, and she's like so overwhelmed by how beautiful the work is, and she's like, that was great, do they have to do it again? And I was like, oh, mom, yeah. we're here for the next six hours. We're just getting started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was like a full knuckle crack yeah. in the microphone. That was, that was. That's that like was some ASMR stuff. ASMR. Oh. ASMR. Do so, you guys, are you guys into that? No, oh. we can change the subject. I know. No, everyone <laughs> talks about it. I am actually kind of obsessed with it because I feel like we should just start like rubbing things into our microphone. <laughs> you, do you know what this is? No. It's like an ASMR. anti-anxiety what, thing. What do you know about? We've thrown I, so many you subjects have, and I'm, I'm not a pop wait, culture. Wait, this actually, confused. this actually like, Casey, yeah, it's all pop culture. Is, That's is my that, problem. Is I'm an educator on pop culture. Is it part of BDSM? That's all, that's all I'm going to know. Is that, <laughs> no. is that anything to do with it? <laughs> It is, um, you got Mel. My favorite. So, you got Mel. It's basically like it's sound therapy. Okay, so it's not. No, it's not. Gotcha. It's not. It's yeah. not sexual. Although yeah. I'm sure somebody's made something sexual out of it. But it's sound therapy where like the sound of like, you know, like a deck of cards going <laughs> into yeah. a microphone. Yeah. But like you can go like super quiet. You can just get it. And then you then you brush your hands. Gotcha. Or, but like, there are like opening a soda yeah. pop. Yeah. Everything is so amplified on this. I, can I know hear, it's like, amazing. I can hear you breathing. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there are like there are like YouTube people who like do this. They'll be like the ASMR of my breakfast, and it's like the sound of me opening the milk, the sound of the cereal being poured, and it's like wild, and it's uh, like, it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah it actually like weird. it kind of. It's makes almost my skin as weird follow. as Bronies, <laughs> which we will not re. re- we will not no, revisit. I think I think we should revisit that right now. What's, what's going on? I love with Bronies. I love okay. Bronies. I love a lot of documentaries. Bronies is a documentary called uh, about <laughs> bros who love My Little Ponies. We found our oh cohesive thing for all of these Comic Con interviews yes. now is that we will talk to every guest about Bronies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on My Little Pony? Um, I, I have n- no thoughts on that at all. Wait, I, I, this is actually this is actually an interesting thing to talk to Casey about because the okay, so the bronies are these bros who love My Little Pony. There's this whole documentary about them, but the whole idea is like 
it's sort of a like a um, a soothing, a, a coping mechanism and a, a self-soothing thing. So literally, as we were talking to Matt Davis about it a few minutes ago, uh-huh. I was like, they they can they have conventions, they meet up, they like bond over their love of My Little Pony, and it is a complete dearth of toxic masculinity. And this Ooh. is something you and I talk about a lot because oh, yeah. mm. he's Casey's on In the Dark, which is um, a CW show in which the lead is um, played by Perry Matfield, who's fantastic mm. is um, kind of like the dude in the re- in the relationship she's like mm. she's a little bit of a sex addict she's uh, uh, she's sex addict she's, she's an alcoholic for sure yeah uh-huh. she has like a whole like like but she's the one with the ta- toxic masculinity and his yeah. character is the one who's like I just want to love you <laughs> yeah yeah I um, she's a very strong dysfunctional lead uh, I would say Perry Matfield um, and uh, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I really made a choice going into this this role of really just ad- adoring her for for everything that she is, and, and including her flaws, which is something I think that we can we can all learn from, you know. And it just really taught me a lot of patience and um, just really loving someone for who they are, uh, which is something I it was just such a hard thing for me to kind of wrap my head around at the time, um, because you can you could define masculinity in so many different ways. You know, it could be, it, you could, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, just depending on how you look at it. You know, it's like, it, I mean, not to be funny, but like shitting in cars and like throwing footballs is like one version of masculinity, <laughs> like for men. Um, but there's also like, you know, violent communication, anger. There's also, um, kindness, authenticity and compassion. I mean, those are other signs of masculinity that I would think would be as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it was, it was a really, um, it was a really hard thing for me to um, kind of come into my power in, in this role because, you know, especially in relationships, my like my toxic masculinity would come out like with anger and and, and um, you know nothing physical, of course. We're just just for, just for the record, but like I would just I, I would have to blurt things out just to get them out in a very raw and innocent way. But um, what I learned a lot from that role, and um, I'm, I'm really thankful that I got the opportunity to, to play Max. What? It's funny because, like, what you when you say that, it makes me think. Just uh, you know, in the context of of Comic Con and me being a fangirl, like, yeah. I have this whole manifesto that I've written in my head yeah. about Wonder Woman and how Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman, Chris mm-hmm. Pine's character, um, is the ultimate feminist man mm-hmm. because here's a man who is successful and brilliant in his own right, Mm. who has a life and who has responsibilities and who has passion for what he does, who meets a woman who both stimulates him and confounds him and frustrates him, but also completely inspires him. And he knows based on her, like watching who she is and what her strengths are, Mm. when he should be there standing by her side and when he should be leading the charge for her Mm. and when he needs to be taken the back row as she goes and storms the castle, right? Mm. And there's something so, when when men talk about what they are supposed to be with women in partnerships and I think what women want, that is it. It's Mm. like, you are welcome to hold the door open for me sometimes if that's what you wanna do. I am welcome to hold the door open for you that's what I want to do. You can save me and lead me down the road, but p- also please be ready to follow me when I need it. And mm. more importantly, always be happy to be by my side. And 
Wonder Woman, I think, is the <laughs> ideal yeah. relationship and embodiment for like a man who can be masculine yeah. and strong and confident and still understand what it means to be a partner to a woman. I love that. I love that you said that. That's, that's really Speaking good. of Wonder Woman, Aisha yeah. Tyler just walked in the room. <laughs> so, girl. Guys, I'm just going to underwhelm. <laughs> Here, let's move this so that you and I can share it because we, okay. we share okay. all things. Okay. We do. Oh, We're just casually guys. talking about. That was a great. That was yeah, a great, I know. Great. I just yeah. Got and very like really sad good. saying it because I'm like I need that man. But you know what? Like, <laughs> like I need that woman too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe not sad. Like maybe like the clarity of like mm-hmm. I, I my best friend is a guy. I met him when I was 13, and he's been my best friend since obviously since eighth grade. And he was the best man at my wedding, and I was the best man in his wedding. And we always <laughs> and, we, and we always joke about the fact that like we cannot talk for six months or nine months and just be like, hey, what's up? Like, what'd you do on Saturday? Like, where are you doing next? And like, what? how's your life going? And there's like no like, why haven't we spoken for six months? But like, if your significant other doesn't call you mm-hmm. at like 10 o'clock at 10.05, you're like, that mother bleeper is cheating <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what if we treat, treated the people, what if we treated our lovers with the same kindness that right. we treated our friends, right? Yes. Oh so it's gosh. like, you think like, I can't get this with the person, but you can. You can get, first of all, you can absolutely get that out of your friends. You can absolutely get that kind of friendship, that kind of like unconditional love and support out of your friends. You get it all the time. You have it in your life. I know you do, because I know you <laughs> away from microphones, right? Yep. And then what if you just didn't just demand it out of your out of your lovers, but you gave it to yeah. them, right? If you're like, okay, I love you unconditionally. Without expectations. Yeah, so, like yeah. I know you're gonna be a mess. That's okay. Yeah. I gotta guarantee I guarantee I'm gonna be a mess. Oh. And you know, if you don't call me at ten o'clock, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, you know? Okay, but I will say I used to like I used to you you say all Karina things. also Karina and also just like, gave me a big lecture last night. She's <laughs> like, you know, it's easy for you to say <laughs> This that was a, not my voice. Is that no, four? That's my voice. That was, was that four a.m. By the way, yeah, just, it, was, it, was like, it was like six hours ago. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm, I'm. I mean, I've already Instagrammed it. I'm sitting in a a giant shower stall. She in was a, in my in shower a hotel <laughs> in a in a hotel suite in at Comic Con with like my six favorite people in the entire world, and I was just just schooling all of us on like oh. love and romance, and I'm just like I was literally like, oh my god, everybody's getting Aisha Tyler didn't hear, <laughs> <laughs> which by the way is a wonderful thing to get. Guys, but I'm like a, I'm like a food truck. We just got kogi. It was such a quintessential Comic-Con moment of, like, I'm in a shower with the Arrow, the guy from In the Dark, and Aisha Tyler. And, like, we're all talking about, like, our, like, romance problems. And, like, and Aisha's just like, let me tell you what you all deserve in life. And I'm like, yeah, but you're, like, you're Aisha Tyler. Like, Dude, <laughs> no. it's easy for I'm you. Like, my, my heart has been broken as many times as everybody else's. Oh, well, yeah. we've had a lot the only of. Way you free yourself is to <laughs> is, is to free yourself from expectation, right? You can't free yourself from hurt. You're gonna get hurt. Aisha's whole this thing that she like tries to school me on, and I will never, I'll never be this. I, I wish I was, but I will never be this. Way, Have another is, drink. It gets a little easier. Is, is, is this idea of never. What is this tiny bottle you're sucking on? <laughs> we, it, it was gone I, in two sips. I, I don't even know why I'm sipping on it anymore. Um, I just, so, just so everyone out there in podcast world knows, we're just surrounded by little nips. Airplane So nips. I traveled with 40 miniature bottles of alcohol. Candace and I left them in a cooler I'm by the door. I'm leaving my boyfriend and marrying Candace. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but I figured it'd be like Halloween. Like if I left a bucket of alcohol at the door, like... All the yeah. all goodbye. the people would goodbye. walk actually, by. Actual, actual goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will like, say no, this. Wait, wait, wait. Let me oh, finish. Let's, sure. Like, so the, the I, I want to say this thing that Aisha's trying to like. Her whole idea is like to never expect love in return, because 
how I feel about you. It's not my business how you feel about me. Mm. It's, mm. I can like I like her her whole. And and I've heard heard her like you know preach her gospel a million times, but it's and she it, she really lives by it. It's like you she can love the fucking hell out of somebody, amazing. and not need them Goes. to reciprocate it. And I'm not that way. Like, Is that like, part of the, yeah. we got the four we agreements or the five agreements? Is that I part know, of like I no expectations? I came up with that on my own. Okay. I was super lit because yeah. like the thing is like, but the thing is like, you love someone and then they're not giving you the love that you feel like you deserve, and you're yeah. like, I'm. It's not about them. It's like I'm so stupid. Why do I love someone who's not loving me back? I'm such a dumb dumb. Uh, I should be better. I should make better choices. I'm dumb that I love someone who doesn't love me back. But what if you just decided I get to love who I love? It doesn't really matter what they give back to me because my love is my own. It's my own to give. It's my own to distribute. And it, it's not up to them to tell me who I love. So if you love someone and they're, they're never going to be the friend to you that you need them to be, that's okay. Because maybe they're not capable of it, or maybe they don't love you the same way. Mm -hmm. So you say, I love you, and I love being around you, and your energy is great to me, and I, I find you delightful. I might withdraw a little bit because I'm not getting what I need. Healthy boundaries. I'm not getting what I need, but I'm not going to sit around in my bedroom at night on a Friday going, why am I such a dummy because I love this person in I a way am. that they can never <laughs> love me. This, <laughs> this needs to be taught in schools. This needs to be right? taught in schools. Like, I'm, like, I, my programming is not, because, not because, that because, at all. Because then you're just like in, in your home at night with a bat, like hitting yourself in the head, like, yeah. I'm so stupid. Why do I love this person that right. doesn't love me? But your love is your own, man. It's your own. It's your, it's your power. So yeah. love this person. Make, draw boundaries. Yeah. But don't sit around going like, I'm so stupid that I love this person who's never gonna love me. No, man, love is your superpower. Love somebody, love right. them fully. It's not dependent on what you get back. Well, it's crazy how, how much that, that negative self-talk can have an effect on you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're sitting there telling yourself- We all have that yeah. monologue, oh, it's, right? I, like, oh, I'm such a dummy. It's like happening right dumb, now. I'm like, why stupid, the... ugly, I'm so dumb. Yeah. I'm I was just so thinking, drunk. Yeah. I was just thinking like, how go, are we gonna bring this back to like, Comic-Con? And she said superpower, and I was like, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was literally just looked at Melissa, I was like, and there's our title for the episode. Your superpower is love. And then when you can love fully and freely, and I'm sorry, I sound like a whole book, it's not really my jam. I'm just mostly just like, hey guys, shots. No. But, that's true. Um, that is that's true. That's pretty much, that's my, that's my superpower if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. Shots. But it, it, once you just say like, I'm gonna love the people I love, I'm gonna be like, I love that guy. Like he's a mess. He's never gonna give me what I need. He's never gonna Stop be the friend to me that I need. <laughs> I'm talking about other people <laughs> that are not in this room. Um, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the affection that is mine. He's probably never gonna be the guy I want him to be, and that's okay. Because what I get out of this is not sitting around on Friday night thinking like, I'm not good enough, I'm so stupid, I shouldn't uh. love this person as much as I love them. You love them, it's yours, you distribute it like fucking coupons on a Friday night I to a disco, so, so and you move on with your life. So what, I mean, then what would you say to someone that, that does feel like that about someone, but you, you just feel pain from that? Well, you are not gonna get through life without feeling pain. Yeah. I think the idea that there's someone on the planet who's not in agony is a false construct. Mm. Everybody is suffering, everybody's in pain. And whenever you go through something difficult, you think, why is this happening to me? Dude, there are people who don't have food to eat. There are people down coal mines. There is no way to be a human being without suffering, mm. period. Beautiful. So yeah. I'm alive, a part of this is gonna be pain and then try to turn it into an aspect of being human. And just realize like, 
I mean, you're like, oh my God, this is happening to me. Like, uh, 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 this guy doesn't like me. Dude, that bitch can't fucking feed her kids. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? We had a lot of fans submit yeah. questions for people that were coming in, and that was a really popular one. Like, what do I do if like I have a crush on someone and they're not reciprocating it? Or a, a one that came in a lot this time was, how do I break up with my friend? Like, how if like something is going on, or how? Yeah. So we just. Did, <laughs> uh, I'm taking Great the microphone right now. I, 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 I mean, Aisha and I, I, I feel so. I was just sitting here listening to you talk and being like, "How am I so lucky that this person is one of my best friends?" But it was, um, you know, it's it's really hard. I think a friend breakup is infinitely harder than an actual breakup. Because we're, we're a little we're, I have, we're clearer on how to break up with. Listen, lover, right? I, yeah, and also like, I have fallen out of love with people a million times. Like, mm -hmm. there's, there's. I understand that, like, the idea of, like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore and I'm not in love with you anymore doesn't mean I don't think you're worth, uh, like, love. like, love. When you end up friendship, right, it's you're different. You're not worth my when love. You're, mm -hmm. When you end up friendship, it's like, I, I can't, it's a lot, I don't know, I feel it a lot harder. I, when I, when I don't, when I lose a friendship, I really feel a sense of failure in a way that I don't when a relationship ends. And so it is really hard, and I think that. But I also think it's really important. Mm -hmm. um, I to end friendships that, that yes, are, I think are that taking from you. My life yeah. shifted when I decided to surround myself with people who I felt like were putting positivity, or, or were at least trying to put positivity into mm -hmm. the world instead of negativity. And I, I became myself when I did mm -hmm. that. When I sort of stopped trying to adjust myself to to um, friendships with people that that were looking for the negative or were looking for the like the or shit to talk a little or, bit or, or searching for perfection. It's hard. It's really hard and I think that it's a I don't know I don't know have the answer to how to do it in the best way because it is a hurtful thing and it's a really hard thing. Ghost them. Text messages. Oh my god, you're a demon, Julie Plax. Like ghosting. So no. I have two quickies. One is that my my other best friend from 8th grade, my two guy friends from 8th grade, um my friend Ben, he always goes, you have to prune to grow. Oh. Which is the idea that sometimes the only way for you to move on is to let things go, like to let people fall back. And it's not about cruelty or about mm. unkindness, but you just have to prune to grow. Like, like the high tide raises all boats. You can't rise yeah. without letting some things go. Sure. And that was really helpful for me. But I think the other thing is like, and I've, I've cut some friends out, um, is, is to try to do it as kindly mm -hmm. as you can. And so I don't think kind is as good as definitive, because definitively you'll be like, this is why we're not friends anymore, you said this or you did this, or this is not working for me. And I think that's actually the most adult way to do it, but it's not the kindest way to do it. Right. The kindest way to do it is just to fade. Not to ghost, mm -hmm. no, but fade. to fade. But to when you fade. Have, yes, but if you have to see them again, like if you're, if you, you just tell them, I yes. love you, it's so it's good just, to see you. This is, yes. I'd love to get together, and then you just don't. Yeah. But you don't ghost. You just say like, <laughs> I'm being, so then, so then they're not feeling like I've, I did something wrong. Evacuated yeah. you from my life because yeah. you're a piece of crap. You're just like, I'm slammed. But I agree, it's dishonest. It's a dishonest yeah. way to, but ghosting is too cruel. Yeah. I, I think, think there's a middle place. Yeah, I think what's what's unfair, and uh, 
I'm sure I've done it, so it's a hypocritical. Julie, you did it to me yesterday. <laughs> I think what's unfair is if somebody gets the courage up to say to you, I feel like things have changed in our friendship, and I feel like I must have done something or offended you, and you're like, no, no, it's all good, it's all fine, you know, yeah, when you're mid-fade. Yeah. Like, I think if someone has the courage to confront the if shift in the dynamic, it would be a nice and respectful thing to do to say, Yes, this is you know what, this is why. And it doesn't mean I don't love you or it doesn't mean we might not be friends at a certain point. But right now in my life, I need to be the one that's hurting you and, and break, breaking up mm-hmm. with you, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and just fucking rip the Band-Aid off and be honest when you can. And, mm-hmm. and if, you, if you don't want to know the truth, don't, don't ask. Don't ask. Yeah, just don't accept ask. the fade, honestly. Right. Like, don't ghost. <laughs> The, f- the fade, the fade yeah. is a thing that people can then explain to themselves. Yeah, and to their time friends. went on. They're busy, busy. They're occupied. But I also feel like you're right. Like if someone says to you, like, "What happened?" You can say, "Like you said or did this thing that hurt me." Yeah. Or or I or I'm trying to take care of myself, and being friends with you um, can can weigh on me more heavily than I want it to. Sometimes, whether it's because you know I, I I feel like I. I feel like I need to take care of you in ways that I'm not taking care of myself. Whatever your honest truth is, find in a way that it's not like basically, well, you're an asshole and, and you're exhausting. Or the thing where like your friend is not actually being a good friend to you because I feel like you both made a really good point and Karina, you brought it up. It's like the thing you need from your friends is to be fully yourself. Like I feel like that's true about relationships and friendships. Like you need to... L- it sounds like a demand. You need to love me the way that I am. You need to see what I can be. You need to see the best version of me that I can be. But like, you also need to love me when I'm a mess. It can't be like you only love me when I'm perfect. And we and, talk. I mean, and we talk about this all the time. Like, I, like you need to love me when I'm a shit show. And I'll, because I love you when you're a shit show, I'm gonna give you the love that I expect to receive. So when you're a mess, I'm here for you. But then don't make me feel terrible when I'm a mess like if you can't be fully yourself inside of a friendship where can you be fully yourself I uh I I mean we talk about this a lot our I for years I went years without really having a fight with a friend because I would just like back out like I was just done you know Mm -hmm. and this this uh, a few months ago I had a fight with a friend that I was like no I'm fucking seeing this through this is a friendship that is worth the effort and saving and it was really hard it was like Mm -hmm. It was worse than any breakup I've gone through, honestly. It was like a really, really dark couple of weeks of like mm-hmm. trying to save a thing that really mattered to me. And Where the other friend was, was really, really struggling. But they were struggling but when you on can, the other end. When you can be honest and you can speak from the heart and you can speak your truth, it's coming from love. And if we've learned anything from this conversation, love is, love is a superpower. She's so yes. good at this. Yes. Oh, Someone's a professional podcast. So much for coming by. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed Comic-Con as much as we did. Melissa, our producer, and I had a blast. Again, TV Guide, really, thank you so much for your support, for supporting us as a podcast. It means the entire world. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Karina, for giving us your time and your wisdom and your heart and for just joining in on this really fun adventure. Thank you to our guests for this the whole entirety of these two-part episodes. Thank you, Aria, Casey, Michael Malarkey, Matt Davis, uh, and Aisha Tyler. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We hope we can do this again next year with Kayla. And speaking of Kayla, don't worry. You guys are going to hear her back on the mic next week. Uh, we love you guys. 
Don't forget to subscribe, check out our merch, and uh, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Directionally Challenged. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals, to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.